0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past, rediscovered. It's summer. Today, let's talk about bikinis. And naturally, this story will be in two parts. So, here we go, part one. 1946, July, Paris. Finally, for the French, a season of freedom. Europe had just emerged from World War II, the beaches were clear, and the liberated French were ready to carry liberation a bit further. An itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny bit further. How? In the form of a woman's bathing costume. Yeah, they did call these things costumes back then. That could just about fit into a shot glass. The bikini. It was born at a poolside photo shoot on July 5th, 1946, a week before the Steel Day and in the midst of a global textile shortage. The designer, former engineer Louis Rayard, had left automotive engineering to work in his mother's lingerie business. In the heady months after the armistice, he was in an arms race with another designer to create the world's smallest swimsuit, which was kind of incredible because the history of women's bathing costumes was, by and large, one of modesty. You might even call it a cover-up. Victorian women who dared to bathe in public did so in long smocks that were only distinguishable from their daily wear by the fact that they were dripping wet. But hemlines slowly crept up, necklines slipped down, and sleeves retracted over the shoulders. And when women's swimming was introduced in the 1912 Olympic Games in Stockholm, a man named Carl Jansen began marketing a sleeveless one-piece bathing suit that left the legs bare, although his knitted wool garment came with a matching cap and stockings. Rayon and other new synthetic fabrics made for more comfortable and form-fitting suits, which was great for the synchronized pool dance numbers that became a movie staple. By the 1940s, swim star Esther Williams was on screens and posters in two-piece suits that showed a swath of the abs that had made her a national champion in the 100-meter freestyle. But Louis Riard's bikini was going to go even further. He hired the only model willing to expose that much of her body, a 19-year-old nude dancer from the Casino de Paris named Micheline Bernardini. She put on the four small patches he had strung together, showing the fashion world, for the first time, something truly novel, the female belly button. Okay, now part two. This part is, how to put it, brief. At first, the bikini was more of a sensation than a success. Some photographers and models did dare to show the suits but it was slow to break through the modesty barriers on European beaches, much less in the post-war United States. Many commenters condemned the look and plenty of communities banned it. But celebrities began their own naval maneuvers. Six years after Binardini was the first girl in a bikini, actress Bridget Bardot starred in the movie The Girl in the Bikini. In 1962, the original Bond girl Ursula Andrus strode from the surf in Dr. No in nothing but a knife and bikini. It was the jet age that really boosted the fortunes of the skimpy garment. The wealthy and glamorous began to shuttle in and out of the Riviera, bringing new standards of beachwear to shores, pools, and imaginations around the world. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Steve Hendricks, who reported the story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. Hi, I'm Hannah Sampson, a reporter for The Washington Post By The Way. By The Way is your new digital home for travel. Find guides to the world's best cities, written by local experts, and discover news you didn't know you needed. Visit us at WashingtonPost.com slash travel.